to the Armchair Chief. My name is Jordan. I appreciate you watching on YouTube or if you're listening on any of the podcasts. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Let's go ahead and get started. We had a very eventful week last week with some penalties levied out, as well as we had a full load on Saturday and Sunday of racing. We had a doubleheader Saturday. Those two series, the Truck Series and the Xfinity Series, both were supposed to qualify on Friday, but they did not get a chance due to rain. So we're going to go ahead and get started on the Craftsman Truck Series. Everything was set on a metric. And starting the race, we had Zane Smith, Ty Majeski, Ben Rhodes were your top three. Christian Eckes was fourth. And this race ended up setting some records with some cautions. Uh, 11 cautions, I believe, for 58 laps. A lot of these guys were running really well. Uh, Top line ran a lot, and that was kind of a going theme throughout the whole race. Um, the, The Xfinity race was similar as well as the Cup Series. So Atlanta, if you're not familiar with it, we'll kind of touch on that briefly as we're talking about the trucks. It's a mile and a half that runs as a super speedway. If you're not familiar, the other super speedways, or we'll call that one a super speedway as well, but the the super speedways are Daytona and Talladega. you got a two-and-a-half and a 2.66-mile race. They get up to close to 200 miles an hour. So at Atlanta, you're running about 187, 22 degrees, banking on the side, it's hit or miss on how people like it. We'll discuss that a little bit later when we discuss the Cup Series. They reconfigured the pit road entry to this whole track. It and it is crazy. It's wild. It's yeah. It's hated or love it, in my opinion. So going forward, Eckes ran up front. He kind of got towards the front of the race. He ran the first stage, did really well. Kind of got shuffled in the back and had to find himself way back up. <clears throat> Nick Sanchez did really well. Raja Kruth was running well, and then he got caught up in some stuff and ended up finishing later. I say did well. You know, he was running top 10-ish, I believe, for a while. Um, I think he got up into the top 10, top 10, top 15. So he, he, he surprised a lot of people. Those two guys are coming out of ARCA running as uh, rookies. So... It was it was fun to watch. Uh, it was enjoyable. The cautions. I mean, hey, it's trucks. You're gonna have cautions because you know you got the rookies running. You got a lot of a lot of other people running that are and as experienced as a Matt Crafton and you know a Ben Rhodes, somebody like that. So <clears throat> you're gonna find this. It kind of stunk for Corey Heim. He was running. He was running up front for a while. He was actually behind Sanchez on a restart. Sanchez just lost power. I, he doesn't know what happened or anything like that. Corey Heim just ran in the back of him and spun out. So that was one of your cautions. Um, it was a good fight, I thought, on the restart for the overtime. Sanchez was leading. Eckes came up and just got next to him and able to go by him. And, man, it was – that made for an eventful run. It was great. Moving on to Xfinity, <clears throat> again, they, they started on the metric. It was – it was some good racing. Uh, you know, they had a ton of cautions. I was thinking when I saw the uh, Fox has a new line that shows you how many green flag laps and so on within these stages, and just seeing all the yellows, like somebody just went crazy with a highlighter and just took it and ran it all over. I mean, it was nuts. 
this had a lot of caution. It took a lot of time. Um, the the winner out of this race, in my opinion, who was not the actual winner of this race, and people will differ on this, was Josh Williams. We'll go on to that because we'll go on that a little bit later because there's some interesting stuff. I got some. I got a page from the rule book which nobody really has. It looks like uh, from Bob Pockeris on his uh, Twitter, but. <clears throat> Kligerman ran a very strong race. Parker Kligerman was up there running. Uh, he would get shuffled back and come back up. Again, this is one of those races where the top line was very dominant throughout the race until the end of the race, and then the low line just came in, and it a lot better than it did throughout the whole the rest of the race. <clears throat> so it was wreck crazy, just various different things going on. Yeah, it was it was it was a nuts race. A lot of a lot of wrecks. You know, maybe it was due to the cold. And I mean, we're we're talking cold, cold Sunday at like three ish because this was Eastern race. They were looking at like forty five, I think it was forty seven degrees at race time. So this is cold temperatures for Atlanta. We're talking about the South. So and we're talking end of March. So they're not they're not used to all this, but you know. We had a lot of bumping and banging. Uh, Ryan Truex ran really well. This is one of the races that he ran again for Joe Gibbs Racing. He did really well. I mean, this kid needs, I say kid, he's a grown man. I'd like to see him have a full-time ride again, especially with some good equipment. I mean, he's running this race and last race. He ran in top five for Joe Gibbs Racing. So I think if he has the equipment under him, he can run really well. And I said that last week, too. So, the the big thing that kind of caused everything that I was talking about was Josh Williams, as I, I call him the, quote, winner of the race because of all of the information, all the, the, the screen time he got, the Twitter blew up with him. I mean, it was nuts. So, Josh Williams got caught up in one of these wrecks, and he put Bear Bond on. And as he explained, you know, it's cold out there. Bearbond needs warmth to stick. Well, Bearbond flew off as he got back on the track. NASCAR ended up black flagging him, <clears throat> told him to park. He was ticked off about it. A lot of people were kind of like, what in the world's going on? This shouldn't be happening. It's, you know, Bearbond flew off. Why are you parking him? This is silly. He didn't like it either. So he went up and he parked his car right at the start finish line, got out and walked. <clears throat> Needless to say, this ticked off NASCAR and he got called out to the hauler immediately. He had to sit there the whole entire race and then his car was confiscated. They couldn't get it back. He got free. <clears throat> and as Bob Proctor's put it out there, uh, this is the rule that kind of, kicked in with Josh Williams and this is why we say and a lot of other people were saying they went a little overboard on it so it says and I quote at the discretion of the series managing director if a damaged vehicle elects to not enter pit road on the first opportunity or if a damaged vehicle exits pit road before significant repairs have been made and thereafter causes or extends a caution leaking fluid debris etc then said vehicle may incur a lap or lapse or time penalty, or may not be permitted to return to the race. So you had two other options that they could have done. Park them for two laps like they did Al Morola last week. Give them a time penalty. Something. Not park them. I, I, 
in my opinion, that was stupid on NASCAR's part. I understand why they were doing it, but you also got to think about your atmosphere and what's going on with it being cold, things not being stick. I mean, he got up there and then it flew off, and they're like, "We tried to put it on. We hoping it was stick." You know. Anyway, so besides Josh Williams now his mullet, he's got this thing where he parked at start finish line. You got everybody going at it. He came out and said, "He's like, what are they going to do? Fine me? I can't pay the fine." Denny Hamlin came out on Twitter and said, hey, I'll pay it. You have a whole bunch of other people. He's supposed to be on Door Bumper Clear this week. So after you get done listening to this podcast, go listen to that. If you haven't, uh, you can get to kind of more of his perspective. Uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. It brought some more information to this race, more information, more entertainment, I would say, for the fans. As much as NASCAR hated what he did, I think it was great. as his kind of fight back without cussing. He didn't stick any middle fingers up, none of that kind of stuff. He just parked his car. And he could have pulled a Kyle Busch, as I heard somebody was telling me. It's like, well, I didn't want to drive any further because you're parking me. I didn't want to damage or cause any more debris to fly out. I mean, he could have gone with that route like uh, Kyle Busch did in the past. Allgaier got into a wreck. In his aftercare interview, he flat out said, I hate this track. And I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, it's not fun anymore. It's not fun to race this track. So there's, as I was talking about earlier, you know, it's love-hate relationship with this track. Um, I think it's kind of like, eh, but I think it's also part of these cars. These cars are tough to uh, get through with some of the stuff. And we'll see what happens. Uh, but going forward, Atlanta's got a lot of opportunity We'll see what happens. So towards the end of the race, Kligerman was running. Austin Hill was up in the lead. Kligerman was running up there. He he looked like he had a really good run. He was right behind him. Alfredo was <clears throat> running really well. But towards the, the last part of the wreck, we had uh, Kligerman was fighting for that lead. Daniel Hemrick came up. Hemrick bumped him and then just kind of like spun him. They threw the caution they let let it keep going toward because it was right towards the start finish line, and man, I hate it for Kligerman because he was doing so well. I mean, he finished with a fourth backwards because he spun around, but Hemrick just kind of like plowed through him. We we talk about on this podcast, you know, Keselowski has the name for the plow, and there's so uh so many other people that if you get in their way, they're gonna just mow through you. Uh, Denny Hamlin's one of these guys I comes to my mind. Uh, Joey Logano. So Henrik just kind of moved. Instead of going down, he went up, and the car went up, and he just hit it more and spun him because he got Kligerman loose. Kligerman started going up the track. Henrik started going up the track and then clipped him some more and spun him around. So that kind of that, that stunk for Kligerman. Uh, you know, Ryan Tricks, as I was talking about, he got a good uh, – a good end to this race. He finished actually third. Henrik got second. So our winner was Austin Hill. He is a three-time winner in the series here. I think Kyle Busch is the only one that's got the other win. I could be wrong. <clears throat> I am wrong. But he's the three-time winner. And, you know, congratulations to Austin Hill. This is kind of his hometown track. Uh, it it led to some fun times, interesting, frustrating, hands-in-the-air type uh, 
finish to the, the track like hey what in the world's going on this is crazy it was it was nuts so you know kind of going into the standings on the xfinity race uh we have austin hill john hunter nemechek he's the other guy that won that i just forgot about so john hunter austin hill as well as uh kyle bush those are your three winners so far this year and sammy smith good night i'm just off of it right now uh anyway austin hill john hunter and sammy smith are locked in and if we just go with the playoff points we're looking at allgaier hurst chandler smith sam mayer custer josh berry daniel hemrick Kligerman and Sheldon Creed. Creed had a good run too towards the beginning. He was he was uh, up there competing pretty good too. So <clears throat> yeah, th- that's your playoff projected playoff right now. Uh, we'll see what happens going forward. We got Circuit of the Americas this week. It's another doubleheader with the Craftsman Trucks. You're going to have a lot of big name people running these races. Uh, Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch running in the trucks. Uh, Ty Gibbs is running in the 19. So it's it's going to be fun. I like I like this road course. This is one of these places I'd love to go out to and, and see. Unfortunately, I haven't been there. So with that being said, let's go ahead and move over into the, the Cup Series. They did qualify for pole, as it was done on Saturday. Ford's just dominated qualifying. I mean, you're talking Ford's got the top six, if I remember correctly. Um, I'm sorry, top eight. Uh, you had a lot of so you pretty much had top three were Penske cars. You had Logano, you had Cindric and Blaney, and then you had your RFK Keselowski was there. Almirola, Harvick, Busher, Briscoe. That's your top eight. Larson was the first Chevrolet, and then Christopher Bell was rounded up top ten as a Toyota. This race was it had its ups and downs. It was frustrating. Uh, seeing some of these guys run around, they couldn't get moving. Uh, <clears throat> Kyle Busch got caught up in something. Bob Wallace was our first spinner of the of the race. Caution. Um, Reddick did really well. They had reported that he wasn't feeling well and he was kind of sick. So he ended up running it, even though he had John Hunter Nemechek set there as a backup that he could just pull in and get done. Um as I was mentioning before, the reconfigured the the pit road entry to this track. This is where it played a, a role in it because there wasn't as many cautions in this race, so you had the pit on a green flag. <clears throat> so to kind of give you an idea, they pretty much doubled pit road. Pit road started before turn three, so right at turn three was the commitment line, and you got to run 45 miles an hour. Round turn three, turn four, into pit road. It was, as I said, pretty much doubled. And you got cars going 187 mile an hour on the track. A lot of people got two laps down. Luckily, there wasn't a caution in between pit road uh, pits because, man, that would have put a lot of people behind the eight ball. So, luckily, that didn't happen. But I think a lot of people. I don't want to speak for a lot of people, but I know for me, I think it's kind of silly. I know they did this for a safety reason, but why not have the guys get down on the apron, run speed, and then hit that, make that the commitment line, run you know close to track speed on the apron, and then start slowing down. I think that would be better. It's a little bit safer than having everybody just come off turn four into the commitment line. So 
Chris Rebell, he he qualified tenth, but he had to start at the end of the uh, back of the track, <clears throat> back of the people. But he ended up fighting himself back up. He had a really strong race. Uh, Keselowski was up there running. Uh, Logano, he pretty much stayed up there most time, fighting back and forth. Uh, you know, Harvick got into a wreck. A lot of people have been blaming Ross Chastain for that. You know, when you go back and look at the replay of it, it was just air loss off Chastain's car. It was he, Chastain didn't bump him until Harvick got sideways, and it's like, what are you supposed to do? Lay in, hit the brakes, and then have everybody else pile up behind you? Uh, I, I think it was misrepresented and misworded because Ross Chastain has a reputation for being one of these guys that will just race you hard and almost and like darn hurt you. So, yeah, that kind of stunk. Harvick, I'll commend Harvick because he didn't even say it was Chastain's fault. He's like, man, I lost air. I got loose. You go back and look at it, and these people, I'm not going to name out any names except for NASCAR.com actually called it out too. Chastain caused this race, or this wreck. He may have caused the wreck, but he didn't hit Harvick to cause the wreck. This was racing. This was air off the car, caused them to get loose, it happens. I think Ross got an unfair advantage there when it comes to all this. We'll see where it goes. Logano and Keselowski were running back and forth. The last half of this race, more than uh, about 40 laps into this race, man, it stunk. It was boring. It was a snooze fest because you didn't have any movement. I mean, you'd have a couple move back and forth because you had two lanes, but it was it was boring. I think uh, Kyle Busch came out and said, he's like, hey, you know, we were trying to move. We got shuffled in the middle. We got put back. We came back up to close to where we were before we got shuffled back. But there was no movement. Nobody wanted to go out. Nobody was moving. It was kind of deadlocked towards the back. I like watching the back racing because sometimes it's more intriguing, uh, especially on some of these races where you have people out like the three or four second lead. And these, the TV broadcast, again, I said this last week too, they go out and they have to show the leader and they have to show the big names their sponsors but it's boring to watch on TV so with that being said you know hey it was it was rough it was boring I say rough uh, sucks for Truex I think he needs a change somewhere and nobody's giving it to him this is the second year third year that he's had issues with his crew chief ever since Cole Pern left you know this time Engine mapping was wrong is what they were suspecting. I don't know what it was. He was burning a lot more fuel than anybody else, so he got shuffled back. Beginning of the race, he was out there running, and he was moving and passing people. And he probably could have made a run for the top ten. I know he's running up there at the end of stage one and stage two, but this whole running, burning so much more fuel than everybody else, it kind of just caught him. I think he's due for something, but, you know, if – JGR can't find a change for them. If they can't <clears throat> find a crew chief, I, I think it might be a little bit of crew chief, but at this t- at this point, it's like maybe it's the whole team. I mean, his pit crew kind of hurt him a little bit in one of the races because they messed up. I mean, he lost a wheel, so he had that penalty. So, I mean, he's got a lot to overcome. And for him to come up, I think, let's see where he finished. He finished... 19th. Uh, Barry had another really strong running. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse 
finished 17th. A.J. Allmendinger, 16th. So your top five were Logano, Keselowski. They were fighting back and forth. Logano just got out right in front of him. Keselowski couldn't capitalize. And then you had Bell. Corey LaJoy got a top four. He finished fourth. Man, that congratulations to Corey. That's a strong running for a team. Everybody discredits. Everybody discredits that guy. I, I hate that for him because I think he's a good driver. He just doesn't have the respect for running up there because he hasn't been up there. And it's mostly because of the equipment that he has. It's not his driving skill. I mean, as you can see here, he's up there running and ran clean. So, you know, that you had that there. And then Tyler Reddick finished fifth. And, man, if he was feeling sick, that's crazy that he just – he was able to finish that race. That, you know – so kudos to him as well. The 45 car team seems to be running really well. Uh, they've got everything running. So we'll see what goes on. We have Circuit of the Americas coming up. We have Kimi Raikkonen, Jensen Button. They're up there running the 91 as well as the 15, respectively, next race at uh, in Austin. So just a kind of reminder, guys, with this race, they changed rules, so we will have choose rule at the road courses, but they ended stage, uh, ended the, ended the stage cautions during the road course. So that'll be something interesting to watch more green flag pit stops and able to do that kind of stuff. So moving on to the news, as I was telling you earlier, we had a lot of information and in one of the posts that I put on YouTube, kind of like a end of week recap, Hendrick Motorsport motorsports got the book thrown at him. In my opinion, and rightfully so, to an extent, <clears throat> the louvers that they put on the car were modified to fit the car. NASCAR caught it. NASCAR caught Justin Haley, too, on one of his louvers. And, yeah, they ended up getting penalized. That They docked 100 points for each driver except for Chase Elliott, which we'll cover that a little bit later. And they suspended their crew chiefs. And they did a lot. And, hey, they modified a single-source part. People were like, hey, but it was a single-source part. They still had the modified to put it on the car. you got to think about it, try to go to NASCAR and say, hey, you gave me a part that doesn't fit, it doesn't match the CAD designs that we had sent you, we got to get this fixed. They didn't do that. Chad Knauss came out and kind of said, you know, he was disappointed in this, and it's a single-source, so it's not our fault. Bob Pockers asked him, said, hey, you modified it to fit your car, right? Yeah, we had to modify it. I mean, that's that's evidence right there to you got caught. Dale Jr., same thing. He he kind of made excuses, in my opinion, for it. He's kind of hooked with HMS, with his junior motorsports and running Chevrolets. But that one, is, he's, he kind of didn't see it either. He was questioning why Chase Elliott didn't get any driver, penalty, driver points taken away and it's like junior he's not racing for six weeks he's already penalized himself by breaking his leg why are you going to penalize him more it's not gonna he's already behind the eight ball on this whole thing so that's what i thought about it it's like come on think guys and yeah they have more experience than me they've been in a car they know what the heck's going on with the cars but when it comes to this some of the stuff is just in my opinion out there saying hey this is what's going on Look at it. Chase Elliott wasn't even running the cars when they got caught with the louvers uh, at Phoenix. So, hey, 
I think it was rightfully so. The one that I don't like was the Eric Almirola penalty. Oh, and by the way, with HMS penalties, they are going to be appealing those. We'll see what happens with that. I think NASCAR is showing that they don't have favoritism with these guys. I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, <clears throat> Eric Almirola was the one that I didn't like the penalty because they parked him for two laps the race. The wheel broke. It's not like the wheel fell off and rolled away. It broke off and rolled. And they penalized him for a loose wheel. That That's kind of petty in my mind. Um, that one was silly. Denny Hammond was the other penalty that got caught that made the big part of the news because he came out and flat out said, you know, I'm taking Ross with me at the end of the race. He manipulated the race, and he admitted it, and he got fined, and he's calling and appealing. Denny, you manipulated the race. Ross could have finished at a higher spot. You broke a rule. Come on, man. I, he's, I don't think he's going to win his appeal either. Uh, he got fined some points, and I can't remember that much money he got fined either. Um, Hendrick Motorsports got fined $400,000, $100,000 per car to give you an idea on that. So that that's the big thing with that. Um, I like what uh, Kyle Busch said about that. They asked them in the interviews before the, the Atlanta race, so what do you think of Denny's penalty? Then He's like, should have kept his mouth shut. Don't talk about that stuff. Keselowski came out when they were asking him about the whole Hendrick Motorsports thing and with Justin Haley as well. It's like, what do you think about this as you're an owner, driver owner? He's like, hey, he looked at Tony Stewart, looked at Clint Boyer. You guys have been smacked and you learned. I've been smacked and learned. Sometimes getting smacked, we learn. So I see that as a big, hey, you kind of need to get smacked around. And if you look at a lot of people, I don't know about the fan bases. <clears throat> I see it. And probably some of the older people, older fans, and maybe some of these fans of like Stuart Haas and so on. HMS gets a lot of favoritism, in my opinion. Look at Garage 56 they're running, so on. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe this is NASCAR showing, hey, we don't have favoritism. After people are coming out, they have a lot of like questionable cautions. Uh, William Byron's first win, questionable caution. So, we'll see what happens with this going forward. Uh, you know, it's we'll see what happens with the appeals coming forward. The last one that didn't get really shared, I believe, it was a Xfinity crew member. He sold his hot pass to somebody, and it specifically says NASCAR, you cannot do that. NASCAR is the only one that can do that. So he pretty much got suspended from tracks indefinitely. Uh, that one was kind of thrown under the radar because it's not known. The P, it's not big names. So that was one of the other penalties that happened. So anyway, moving forward, we got Circuit of the Americas. Uh, as I mentioned, Kimi Raikkonen, Jensen Bunton are going to be running. Jimmy Johnson make, comes back with Legacy in the 84. And it should be fun. We do have a doubleheader coming up on this race as well. Uh, Truck Series as well as the Xfinity Series going to be running on Saturday. We have those races and then we have the Cup Series running at 3.30. You know, be sure to check out on YouTube. I'll try to do an update when we get more details on when qualifying is and so on. And, yeah, we'll go from there. Hopefully this will be a fun race. 
you know, it's been hit or miss with these these cars. They tried to make them better in racing and some, you know, it's it's hit or miss. I think with these, we'll see what happens. First Circuit of the America race was horrendous. Mostly, it wasn't even the car's fault. It was just the rain. It was very dangerous conditions. Um, and then moving forward, we'll see what happens. I, I want to see who comes out. I want, I'm curious to see how Kimi Raikkonen and Jensen Button are going to be doing. Kimi's in a lot better equipment than Jensen, but you know, we'll see what happens. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys watching. Thanks again. Be sure to like, follow and share comment. If you have anything you want to talk about, anything you want me to bring up and we'll try to bring it up. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good week.